Yeah, I like the slow bad thing, something like the tense. Just gave a nigga mad brain, something like the whiz. But to see the sad thing, fucking with the ears. Just the chick ain't even had brain, tell me like the kid. So I try to show her about the world and about just who we really are. And where we come and how we still have to go really far. Like, baby, look at how we live broke on the boulevard. But all she ever want me to do is hook a bra. Then all I really want is for her to go down low. Get brown slow And all that deep shit I was previously down for I'm currently down for Cookie is power That pussy is ours And how it feels to feel that feeling You feeling when you be drilling that shit Gotta say you be killing that shit And all the pain the world costs You be healing that shit You be feeling that shit She might need I'm just lights, please. Lights, please. Lights, please. Turn off the lights. Just seems so right. Make darkness seem so bright. Gonna be alright. Sorry, welcome back to everybody, man. This is everybody mad the podcast. You now into everybody mad the chat room. Uh huh. I'm holding it up with cold lights, please, because uh, that's the energy for this episode. Um. <clears throat> I remember uh, when I heard this song and I immediately connected to it. And from an artist standpoint, J. Cole, uh, I feel like I immediately connected to him. Uh, shout out to my brother for putting me on uh, to Cole. Uh, I'll give him that. Um, but I feel like I immediately connected to Cole as an artist and what he was spitting and rapping about, like his flow, delivery, content, all of that shit. Uh, and Lights Please dropped in for me, uh, as a college student at the time when it released, it was just like, oh shit, I, this is some shit I feel like I can relate to. Uh... I feel like Cole as an artist, uh, especially the one, his fans of my uh, age, early 30s, mid 30s, 20s, he's got a wide, pretty large fan base actually. Um, but when this music came out, I feel like, I, and I know I've had a couple conversations about this uh, since, on this content uh, that he dropped spoke to being in college and spoke to being a black kid in college, a black man in college. And it was music to connect to and this shit right here felt like it was describing the type of shit I was going through with meeting women in college. It's like you down for one shit and the next thing you know you want to hook in her bra and you want her to go down low and the shit is wet enough to get drowned slow and it's just like the fuck so as i said that's the energy <clears throat> and so this came up on rg and i said i'm gonna save it for an episode we're gonna talk about this so it was essentially the question was asked about can you take a fuck buddy relationship and make it a boyfriend girlfriend relationship and i was like oh shit i gotta start it out so here you go 
Uh, I met this chick. Um, and I met her with a mutual friend. And she was interesting. I, I liked her energy. She was a good vibe. Um, she was energetic. She was happy. She was bubbly. Um, nice personality. Uh, and when I first met, like, it wasn't like a, a feel official greeting. It was more like a hi and a bye. Um, but in that, it was like, oh, like, you should talk to her. <clears throat> so I talked to her and we fuck. It's just like some good sex. And it was cool. It was good. And it was that. It was it. And some months go by and we're now in each other's circles in orbit <clears throat> a little bit more. And we start fucking again. And the first time was great. Like it was some bomb ass sex. It was. It was just it was nasty. It was wet. It was loud. It was all of that. It's good. And so like when it came back around, it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. And this was good for a while. Like it 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 was it was good sex like it just good sex it was good energy good sex um <clears throat> i can tell a little story about that afterwards too based off of the sign um but yeah it worked for a while and as time went on um how things do happen uh it's feelings uh surfaced and developed and I won't say that these feelings were one way. I think, you know, I too uh, gained a liking for the person and being around them. Um, <clears throat> but at one point that, that there was, there was, there was conversation about that moving forward. Um, and at the time I wasn't, uh, wasn't necessarily opposed to taking that step forward with that person. Um, so we did. And in that, it, I think literally when it went from just fucking to a boyfriend girlfriend relationship, uh, it literally went from this is good, it's cool to. I was like, damn, this is crazy. So after a while, it just like, it got to be a lot. Like even like the sex was good. It just, it just got to be a lot. Um, and we cut ties, but we didn't like, it wasn't a, a good cutting of ties. Um, and I largely think that that was because we didn't know each other. Like, we shouldn't have dated. Like, we, we shouldn't have been in a relationship. Um, and 
that's because we didn't take time to like really get to know who the other was. We was just fucking like, it's largely just like busting a nut, chill out for a few more minutes, and then leave. Like it was just it was fucking, um, and not taking time to like really learn anything about the other person. <clears throat> We got into a relationship built off of just some fucking, like, some good sex and having conversations about that. Uh, and setting that type of shit up and just the normal conversations that come up, you know, in and around that. Uh, as two people are engaging with one another. And so from that experience, I just was like, you know, I don't think I would do that again. I, I, I don't... I don't know if that's a thing you should do. Like, you you, you should just not. Uh, and then there was the next time around. Right? So after that experience, I'm like, all right, next time around. So the next time around, there was this chick who actually really inspires my thoughts uh, around the lights, please. Um, that, that line where Cole... Where he mentions shit that I used to be down for. Uh, I just rewired it. Right there. That shit that I was I used to be down for is now replaced with this freak shit I'm currently down for. And is is that there that like I said, this next one. <clears throat> because at the time, I was fucking this one. And that situation literally was just a lot of sex. Like, I mean, that really didn't transfer over into anything um, in that space. Like, that, that sex relationship was largely just known and then it stayed sex it didn't morph to anything more um in that moment in space down the line further down the line this is after the the first story i just mentioned uh oddly enough though the first story i mentioned comes after the second person I'm mentioning, but the lesson was learned from the second person and better applied with the first person. Because later down the line, as I was saying, uh, me and that person got back into each other's you know orbits and spaces. And I kept in mind that previous instance of going from just fucking to a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. And I was mindful at that time around. And particularly because of, as I mentioned about the thoughts that come to mind from the song, um, as I just 
as I think about you know the, my engagement with this woman, this, like I said, these the, this is the thoughts of how I connect to this song derive from my engagement uh, when we first met, and that was channeled. This the the instance of the first instance, like I said, where it went from fucking to uh, a fuck buddy relationship to a boyfriend girlfriend relationship those dynamics were all there so i wanted to take the time to assess uh whether this was an interaction that rose to a level of saying hey let's you know move this to a boyfriend girlfriend relationship or should this stay a fuck buddy relationship um because interestingly enough like it's it's easy to um it's easy to hop back into it with, with that person if you've had that before um and i think we can all you know kind of just look back at our own experiences and, and probably you know find at least one instance you know where that's if that's not the case, we know it could be the case. Um, so when we got back to, you know, vibing again, and I, <clears throat> after that first time we fucked again, I was just like, okay, let's let's see where, where this is about to head. And if it's heading down that sort of path, let's make sure to ask more questions, get more information, see how... Uh, see what's different between the first iteration of y'all's situation and how it compares to the parts of this song that I connect to in that aspect to who and where they are at now. Um, and I honestly will say that paid off uh, a lot better um, in terms of a better relationship that second time around um we're not together now but I, th I still think that um it provided a better space and opportunity for uh, a relationship um to have a more fruitful relationship taking that lesson of not just jumping from a fuck buddy to boyfriend girlfriend because we all know shit about one another um, and probably shouldn't date it at all. And I think the lesson there is about, you know, just recognizing as we move through different relationships, intimate and non-intimate ones, different things that we can pick up uh, from the last that can help inform the next one or the next one after that and continuously building upon that so that's, that's what happens so that's that story <clears throat> and then as I was explaining this what comes to mind is my thoughts on dating cancers yes a rap um, I would never like mm -mm, I dated three of them 
first one was in high school uh and i honestly think this one just she was all over the place um she probably will never hear this she was all over the place we met in my junior high school or senior high school and she was all over the place like i remember i'm not gonna give details on what we met um, but I just remember meeting and it was cool. And then a couple of weeks after that, it was just like, you're all over the fucking place. Um, and I will honestly say as a 17 <clears throat> year old high school student, I was really just trying to get some cheeks. Um, so I, I entertained it a bit. Um, and then it became a relationship. And then now she's like, you are a lot. And oddly, we broke up before I even got some cheeks. I did that and this is why I, it's oddly because it's not even the fact that we broke up before I got the cheeks. It's that after we broke up, I got the cheeks. So that was the first one. The second one. Oh, the second one was the first story. Uh, and I was scarred after that one. I was. Mm -hmm. I was just like, damn. That was a lot. That, again, like I said, we shouldn't have dated. Um, there was a lot of like. Like. Two, like we weren't even opposites like we were we were very similar in a lot of ways um but in a number of other ways we just there's there were no clicks after there were like sex it was like sex video games artsy shit Outside of that, everything else was completely different. Every fucking thing else. It's like we, we really weren't supposed to date. Um, so that was the second one. And then the third one, <clears throat> the third one honestly was the best experience. It was uh, senior year of college and I felt like I had a true genuine friendship with this uh, person. Uh, a friendship that developed uh out of nowhere um wasn't planned wasn't intentional i don't think either one of us ever went into that situation with the intentions of engaging the other in that manner whatsoever um and i know this because at one point we weren't even ever checking for each other uh at one point i was trying to shoot at her friend um so we weren't checking for each other at one point, ever. It wasn't even like we were cool. Like, I don't even know if we would really talk like when we saw each other. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that developed and it became really nice. And we did it for about five, six months. Typical college shit, sound like. <laughs> Oh, 
Typical college shit. Oh shit. Shout out to those college sweethearts though. Um I'm an asshole. <laughs> okay, so yeah, um and that was cool. Like I, I I think we're still cool to this day. Um shouts to you. But uh she was the third cancer that I dated. And I felt like after that, um, I was just like, nah. I was like, nah. Like the way we, we broke up to me just was like, mm. I realized that like it was it it wasn't anything terrible between us, that it was just a lot at that point in time. Um but I was like, nah, cancers are done with. Y'all are a lot. They are very uh, competing moods often. I'll, I'll describe it just like that. Um, I feel as if they can be sometimes very sensitive. Uh... I will note that the sex with all three of them was great. <clears throat> no complaints there. But in terms of just like the vibes, nah, bruh. Nah. Like even the last one with the cool relationship, like that, the, that just cool in general. We cool. Free friends, I'd say. But. I can't do it with the cancers anymore. Like, they a little, they a little too, too much. Um, yeah, so. I'm off them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh. My power respect. Oh man. Uh, 17, almost 17 million people over the last three weeks have um, filed for unemployment insurance. Um, and these are just the ones that have been able to get through over the last three weeks. Uh, some estimates report there are another four to six percent people who still are looking to um, try to file for unemployment insurance. Uh, this is the highest number of people to file for unemployment insurance. Uh, this is more than the Great Recession of 2008. Um, the Fed just released another $2.3 trillion, that's with a T, um, for small businesses cities and counties uh, and households to borrow from um, to sustain through this economic downturn. <clears throat> um, I just really quickly want to say I am thankful for employment right now because um, I've been there and Unemployment is a is a, is a is a gap. It's a it's a it's a it's a way to have some additional funds 
um, coming in um, to, to, to try to, you know, maintain just a little bit. And uh, I think that's important uh, that that resource is there. Um, if you don't know about it in your state, uh, Google it. Just put in unemployment and then your state. Uh, because people need to know that, that that resource is there. It's It may not be uh, what you were making, you know, when employed. And I, 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 I've been there. I get it. Understandable. Um, I know those feelings. Um, but it's something. And right now, uh, something is definitely better than nothing. Uh, and I don't say that uh, to make light of the situation. It's just that's a real fact. Like, it's better to have something here in New York State. It's a thousand dollars a week. Um, it's better to have that than nothing at all. Uh, you know. So we we got to make sure that folks have access to the information. Um, be connecting people to new opportunities. There are job freezes happening. However, uh, there are also there's also hiring still taking place. So uh, connect somebody with somebody who needs help with a resume or who's revamping resumes. Connect somebody with somebody who has an opportunity open that they are hiring for currently still. Um, <clears throat> let's 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 make sure information sharing is a thing right now because uh, it's real critical. Uh, the number of unemployment of unemployment claims is expected to uh, be matched next week, um, which would make a, a four-week high. Um, the unemployment, well, no, this is April. It came out last week. Uh, we lost 275,000 jobs last month. Um, so... It's, it's going to get a little bit more rocky. Um, the president is trash. Uh, he has no idea what the fuck he's doing. Um, a lot of the white men around him do not have... I don't know. I'm not going to say what they don't have. They just don't have it. Um, to tell him that he's wrong... Um, I actually have to applaud um, Dr. Fauci, uh, largely because I feel as if, and if you don't know, Dr. Fauci's uh, the uh, director of the National Infectious Disease Institute, um, Infectious Disease and AIDS, I want to say something along those lines, NAD, uh, and he's the leading scientist, you know, coordinating efforts um, in response to Corona. Uh, but he's been, I think, one of the only uh, Trump administration officials that I, ha that I have seen on a, a consistent and regular basis throughout these listen, three and a half years, honestly. And you could say, well, he's only been doing, you know, he's only been out front for the last, uh, you know, few months. And that's fine. He's still done it consistently, time in and time out. Refute flat out refute some things the president has said and i think that that i mean given where we're at takes some, some something 
some, some courage, some patriotism. Um, because there's a lot of false information coming out. There's a lot of rapidly changing information coming out. Um, and it's important that our people know what's accurate, what's correct, what's most up to date. Uh, and right now, what's most up to date is niggas is dying from Corona. And it's not that black people are black and brown. I'm not going to diminish that. Uh, it's not that we are more susceptible to this just because we're black. One, in New York City, <clears throat> The essential workers are black and brown. It's just janitors, delivery, your nurses, large doc, large pool of doctors. Uh, what else? Give me, give me another one. Your custodians, um, the MTA, grocery stores, black and brown people. So. They've the 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 level of, of potential exposure within that community is is a lot higher um, because all the other people have been told to work from home. Um, so the the opportunity for exposure is a lot higher. Um, they are oftentimes the ones coming in direct contact with other individuals who are also. Uh, Infected with the coronavirus. Then there's also the systemic and historical context to medicine being toxic in the black community. And that's a real thing. It's a real, real, real thing. Um, from a history of slavery and having to treat um, our own wounds uh, because there was no uh, master sending the doctor to for the slave um, so that that wasn't happening so but we treated our own wounds so there medicine you know wasn't a thing for us um, then you move into uh, post-slavery and we get into uh, the history of medical malpractice um, to the black community, history of, of guinea pig testing um, in terms of medical research. We, we've heard of Tuskegee. Uh, if you haven't heard of Henrietta Lacks where her gene DNA sequencing was stolen and is the framework for tons, tons of, of biopharmaceutical products on the market today, cutting edge uh, um, drugs and research and the compensation to her family doesn't add up. Um, for the billions and billions that 
of corporate pharmaceutical companies have made. Um, there's the, the historical and racial lack of access uh, to these insurance policies and benefits um, that allow uh, black people to go to the doctor. Um, there are systematic and historical and racial contexts to uh, funding of hospitals uh, in black communities. There's systematic and, and racial and historical context to uh, the lack of medical facilities uh, in black community, black and brown communities. So it's not just because black and brown people um, are black and brown that they, I mean, that's not even a just, that, that's not, it's not just simply that. I mean, everyone, uh, is, is potentially susceptible to this. But it is because we make up uh, a predominant share of the essential workers. So we have to keep going to work, uh, further putting ourselves at risk. Um, even once uh, infected, access to, to treatment um, is is negligent. Um, even if you are able to find quality uh, treatment, there are the other underlying conditions that have uh, plagued uh, the African American community uh, largely uh, for decades. And that's largely due to the historical traumas that were previously mentioned. Having to treat our own wounds as slaves. Lack of access post-slavery. Uh, clinical trials being tested. Eugenics. All of that. Lack of access in those neighborhoods. Lack of quality service in those neighborhoods have led to decades of high blood pressure or hypertension, diabetes, uh, heart disease in the black community. And those, those illnesses make treating the coronavirus that much more difficult and from what we hear damn near impossible so uh, it's, it's critical it's time that uh, everyone um, know what's going on that us like I said we as us we have access to information we're plugging our people in we're letting them know uh, this is where it's at this is what you need to know um, because it's real out here so uh Please, please, please be passing along the information. Um, file for unemployment insurance. Uh, stimulus checks are supposed to be coming. Look out for those. You will have to pay taxes on those. Yes, we know. Again, this is why we need to be paying attention. Um, because all that universal health care, uh, universal college, that just sound real good right now, right? And you know what makes it even sound even better that it's fucking good? Is how... In the last literally month, the United States 
federal government, including both houses of Congress and the president, have pushed out $4 trillion. $4 trillion. And that, that doesn't even include the $2.3 trillion the Fed just released. So understand that uh, these things are possible um, and we have to be paying more attention because it's about fucking time we started making a number of them happen. Um, just real quick on the Democratic uh, presidential primary. Shout outs to Bernie. Um, I know a number of Bernie supporters who are frustrated. Uh, I'm just going to drop this novel concept. Um, take it for what it is. If Bernie's still on the ballot in your primary, in your state for a primary, and you feel like you want to support Bernie, support him at the primary. Uh, vote for him there. Let your voice be heard. So, uh, this is a wrap. Um, my live for something is I am grateful and thankful for employment right now. Uh, it's literally worth the title of the segment, live for something. I'm happy y'all are tuning in, y'all are joining uh, the conversation. Y'all are engaging. Uh, I need a favor still. I need y'all to make sure y'all go to whatever platform y'all listening to this on and subscribe to this shit. Uh, then share with your friend and tell them to subscribe to this shit. Uh, hit me up uh, at everybodymadpod at gmail.com with topics, comments. Try and come on. Let me know. Uh, like and follow on IG, Everybody Mad Pod. Um, and on all podcast platforms, as I said, subscribe, pass it to your friends, tell them about it. <clears throat> if you didn't like this show, thank you for listening. If you did, come back again. It's your boy Rao. This is Everybody Mad the Podcast. I'm out. Yeah.